Seven seconds, three seconds. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Quick Pop Podcast. I am your host, Ronchi Ron. Uh, with me, I got um, Mr. Mr. Jake Smith Jakinson. Oh, I like the new name. Yeah, I, I just I thought about it. I like I just it, off the top of my head. It was it was there's it yeah. was just there. I that that's what everyone has to refer to me from here on out. Jake Smith Jakerson. Jake Smith Jakerson. Um, yeah, I want all my letters to be uh, denoted as such. Everything. It's my new last name. And if you're gonna put his name on social media, or if you're gonna put it on like a government form, you have to make sure that it's in all caps, like you're screaming it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. No, yeah. there's no other way I'll accept it. If 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 it's lowercase, we don't want it. It's yeah, not no. it's not applicable in this situation. Throw that crap out of here. Get it out of here. Get gone. Get gone. Um, but uh, speaking of gone, uh, Ace is not with us today. We're hoping that he gets to stop by. We're really hoping yeah. that he he's like he finds his way uh home. Um, yeah, we, right we now he's lost we'll... in the woods. We we decided we'll allow him to uh, stop by. We, you know, we'll we we are nice uh, co-hosts, and we'll, we'll allow him to stop well, by and be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, he if he wishes, if he wishes, absolutely, one hundred ten percent. Because uh, this is a very this is kind of like a very off the cuff uh, podcast that we're doing right now. Um, we're not recording it on our usual Monday time at uh, at six thirty. We are going the next day we we this is tuesday this podcast will be out tomorrow hopefully yeah this episode might as well be called breaking news yes because there we has really, been we really need to get a breaking news sound for this thing we yes but this is the most breaking news that we have ever broken on news in this quick pop podcast yes this is big this is a big deal and the whole thing is that leading up to this, um, I had ideas of what I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you had ideas of what you wanted to talk about. Ace probably had some ideas that he wanted to talk about. Yeah. Like, first off, we're just going to skip through this because none of this, well, some in some way or form, it, it does compare. But you'll know why in probably the next five minutes. I wanted to talk about Keith Lee. Keith Lee is uh, all elite now. Yeah. That yeah. you know what that would that would have been in a normal week that would have been something that would have been a segment maybe the majority of the podcast we would have talked about how uh, Keith Lee looked amazing uh, like he looked like a million bucks in that match when he was he throwing looked, Isaiah Cassidy around it was great yeah Isaiah Cassidy helped him to look like a million bucks um, like Keith Lee had a stellar stellar uh, debut in AEW and looked like the star we all remembered him. From a NXT and from the beginning of his WWE run, yeah, absolutely. And his uh, his theme song is quite the banger. Yeah, I, yeah, his theme song. I prefer. Well, me and you have talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the NXT one. You but prefer I, Limitless, I, and I yeah, prefer but I, I still, am. Yeah, but I still enjoy this one. Oh yeah, no, it's it's great. Like fantastic, fantastic work. And then you also saw Matt Hardy kind of. Uh, hop over the barricade and just walk away and the announce table was like that's quite erratic behavior yeah it looks like he has left a private party that's an mm -hmm. interesting storyline going forward is he still going to do 
the uh, HOF storyline? Is he doing something new? Is this just a... Uh, is this he's just leaving Private Party but still going to keep that character? Like, yeah, it's it's looking like there's a change in the air for Miss, Mr. Matthew Hardy. And he does seem kind of a little broken hearted that uh that isaiah cassidy would not uh would not win that match because it was the the limitless uh keith lee that showed up to fight isaiah cassidy um but but normally on a normal day on a normal podcast this would probably be our main topic another thing another thing then uh i'm a big fan of pat mcafee show as are you right yeah. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Love the match. Oh, he had he had Seth Rollins uh last week on the podcast. Great, great, great time. Uh but this week on Monday, he had one beast incarnate, one alpha male of our species, the one, the only Brock Lesnar. And he didn't just have him for like ten minutes. He had him for an entire hour. Think about it. Brock Lesnar on the mic for an entire hour. Do you really want to listen to it? Like, just think, just put it in your head. Would you, you listen would to Brock Lesnar talk for an hour? If you, yeah. If you would have asked me a year ago, I would no. I'm not even going to check out that episode. It's probably boring as hell. For... Exactly. <laughs> the, this um, episode that we got, this hour-long segment pat mcafee aj hawk the boys hammered down talking to brock lesnar wow wow i was i was sports entertained and yes this made me feel like i got closer to brock lesnar because of it i got closer to brock lesnar because we learned a lot about the man we learned we learned about the man Brock Lesnar. We learned about the farmer Brock Lesnar. We learned about the boyhood Brock Lesnar. We heard about the veteran Brock Lesnar. This Brock Lesnar is not the suplex thrower that you normally think of, that he shows up uh, maybe four or five times a year with the Universal Championship and he goes in, suplex, wins, call it a day. No, this is not the Brock Lesnar that we got. We got the corn-fed, humorous, good-natured Brock Lesnar. Although he did break a table. He broke a table. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he broke a table. He's, he's a big boy. You know, big boys uh, uh, break things. Um, we, what I'll we say learned? this about that interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is we, we talk, we, once again, we talked about this a little bit off the air. Um, this Brock Lesnar, I feel in the wrestling industry, they always say some of the best characters is your personality turned up to 11. And then some people just are really good at creating a character and portraying that character. I'm really thinking it is looking more and more by the day like this current Brock Lesnar character is just him turned up to 11. Because mm-hmm. after seeing him in interviews and stuff like this, it just seems like Brock can be this fun-loving guy that you don't really get to see a lot of... Um, you, yeah, you just don't get to really see a lot of because he's created this beast incarnate this you know ufc fighter and all of this and so you see like the no nonsense brock lesnar and i think he's been that for so long and kept that 
kind of image from WWF to UFC to WWE. And I think like people just started getting the stigma that's like, oh, that's who this guy is. He's he's a loner. He sticks to himself. And whereas some of that is true, you're starting to see more of the fun-loving Brock that is behind that, that he probably only lets certain people see that he is now deciding, hey, yeah, sure, I'll just I'll let everyone know what I'm all about. And it it works for me in a way that I don't think any other Brock Lesnar character has worked for me. It's like it's like um hanging out with your boss and you find out your boss uh does something really really cool on the side like he builds like race cars or that he he pilots an airplane and does like a whole like skydiving business with it. This is what it feels to yeah. me. It's like you you've learned and plus not to mention you learn a lot about Brock. What I didn't know about Canada is that if you purchase like over 10,000 acres of land, they give you a free cowboy hat. I learned that through Brock. Um what I also learned is that he does look at Vince as a father figure. Which is something I didn't even think about. It's so weird how many times you hear father figure mentor whatever when you it, it just it seems like when you are a top guy in that company it just seems that like i i i believe vince has an appreciation for most of his employees some he may not show it the way they want him to but i believe he has somewhat of an appreciation you know but it just it speaks volumes that every like top top guy with the selection of a few um um, just always doesn't, isn't just like, yeah, Vince is a cool boss or yeah, I like working for him, but it's always this like, no, he's been like a mentor, a father figure, insert verbiage that, uh, indicates that they have a relationship beyond employee and employer. Mm-hmm. And I think that does speak volumes to Vince of once he sees something in you, he wants to help you out as much as he can, not just to further his business, but as a person wants to help you out. Right, right. Um, but all in all, like, honestly, if you have the time to go onto YouTube, search up the Pat McAfee show, search up him with Brock Lesnar, by all means, please do it. I don't want to give away everything. I don't want to give away all the goods, but honestly, it. I would love to see this Brock Lesnar 110%. It it is a ton of fun. It is a ton of fun. Yeah. But on a normal day, this would be our main event. This would be our topic on but, a normal but, day. But not today. Not today. Hey, you know what, you know what, Ron? Yeah. Can we uh rewind the clock back twenty four hours? Can we do that? Because let's yeah. talk about what would be the number one topic that recent that happened more recently. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, if if uh, y'all will probably be listening to this most likely Wednesday when we release it, but as we've already said, we are recording this Tuesday when we normally don't. But yesterday on uh, Monday Night Raw, we got uh, a promo from a Kevin Owens where uh, apparently last week. He did something, uh, saying nice things about Texas, and they did, like, a poll on whether he was lying or not. And 
they then cut a promo where he like just basically desecrates Texas and talks crap about it. Yeah, thanks so a as lot, you're watching, the, thanks a lot, Ko. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! You talk enough crap about Texas. You, come on, don't lie. Um, no, I, oh no, I talk about I talk about uh, what um, Ohio in the same way that Kevin talks about Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. Genuinely, yes. Who <laughs> <laughs> likes Ohio? <laughs> hey, we all have that city or, or state, should I say, that we, we, we talk that ish about. Uh, I don't want to say mine as I live close to it. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, so he cuts that promo. And most wrestling fans hear that and it's like, huh, I wonder where this is going for Mania. I know where I would like it to go, but that would never happen. That would, and no, then the sto- story is... And then the stories flood in that apparently WWE, in looking for a marquee matchup for WrestleMania, are in the contract negotiation and are in the final uh, uh, stages of contract negotiations to get Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out of retirement and face Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas. That Um, is insane. That Dude, is, um, like, honestly, here's, uh, gosh, I don't want to get into this too much, but, man. We have to. I'm, no, no, no. I'm, hey, I really, this, I really this, hey, we have a double main, we have a double main event, dadgummit, and we're going to start with the, with the first main event. I, I really hope that this isn't going to be one of those things where he comes back and the, the, ma- the buildup is great, but the match itself is going to be complete garbage. Because I am tired of all of these guys who have retired already to come back for another match, and it just does not compare to yeah. the greatness that was the last match they left on. Like, it happened to Ric Flair. Uh, it happened to Bret Hart. It Oh, we know it happened to Undertaker. Um, happened to Goldberg. Sadly, sadly. Not even, not even The Rock it, is uh, impervious to it. Uh, his two matches with Cena were not bad at all. But they were not good either. It's, well, and then also you got to think about he tore his pectoral, I think, on the second one. His championship one. That's but, true. That's true. But, you know, I really don't want that to happen with Stone Cold Steve Austin. As much as I love the dude, like, Stone Cold is Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore of the most entertaining uh, professional wrestlers, sports entertainers, uh, physical superstars um, of our time. Stone Cold Steve Austin is up there once, maybe even twice. He is the guy that got most people into wrestling during that Attitude Era, seeing a guy stick it to the man, uh, Mr. McMahon. Um, I, I would love to see it. I know Kevin could work him. Kevin... Kevin Owens is if they're if if Stone Cold is gonna go up against someone and someone that I know could really like bring out the best in him, I think Kevin could do the job. I th- oh, really I think Kevin agree. could do the job. And he, listen, this this is a dream match. People want to uh, you know put it whatever way. This is definitely a dream match. Um, I thought after <clears throat> the Punk Austin match that was potentially going to happen years ago never happened. I thought it's over. You'll 
<clears throat> you'll never see a situation where Stone Cold will come back. Um, I guess they're offering him enough money. Um, but I really hope, like you said, I don't even listen. It's foolish to think we're going to get Stone Cold in his prom. We're not going to get that. No, 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 no. But I really hope this is one of those matches that when it ends, you're like, oh, wow, he does still have it. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's just something that, man, I I really hope that he, I really hope he can deliver. Be, he is one of my all-time favorites, as I'm sure he is a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And, and I think seeing him one more time with a guy like Kevin Owens that you know is really good um, will be great. And one thing that uh, with this story, I know we, we need to get to the other one, but uh, goes like untalked about is a few weeks ago, or it was about a week, few weeks to a month ago, Kevin Owens re-signed with WWE, right? Right. right. And everyone was so certain he was going to go to AEW. And it angered people that he made this decision. It's like he made the decision that he felt was best for his family with money-wise and whatever. And everyone's like, man, he's like, I guess all he hears about is the money because it, WWE has shown no desire to do anything with them, and they're not going to do anything with them, and blah, blah, blah. And here we are a month tops later, and it looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin is coming out of retirement to face him at WrestleMania. If you don't think that after he signed that contract and decided, you know, basically said, I'm going to stick with this company, that Vince saw that and goes, okay, you will stick with us. You're going to ride with us. So I'm going to, you know, make something out of you. Not that he, he what, you know, didn't have anything, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and they're doing it, man. They're doing it because. He's going to be facing Stone Cold. If this is all true, he will be facing Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania in a dream match. Um, obviously, they see a top heel in him, and obviously, Austin thinks he'd be a good dance partner. And I mean, those say two what you want must to. already have chemistry. Like now that I'm thinking about it, those two might already have chemistry because you think about. Um, uh Kevin's uh finisher the stone like the stunner yeah like he must have had oh, yeah. plenty of talks with uh, stone cold about it you know that match will be stunner versus stunner well if you i don't know if you ever watched it uh when Kevin they did a Kevin Owens uh 24/7 documentary on oh, the I network it. oh i watched it yeah and so there was the it was i forget which wrestlemania it was i think it was 20 not 29 30 i don't know it was in the 30s but it was when Kevin Owens faced Jericho Mm-hmm. And their match, uh, when he went back, basically Vince was like, eh, not the best, right? right. And so I think that was a thirty-two. Um, that sounds about right. And, yeah. And so at SummerSlam that year, Evan Owens and AJ Styles, and I remember they ended that with because he had a bad reaction there. He walks back, and you know people are congratulating him, and it kind of fades to black. Then it comes back on, and it's him running out of his dressing room to the camera, and goes. Stone Cold just texted me that he loved my match. I don't care what anyone else thinks. And like that's kind of how they they ended it was like Steve liked my match. Screw if anyone says that. Um yeah. and so yeah, like they, they obviously are in contact with each other. I I assume Austin gave him the blessing to use the stunner. 
and I definitely assume one of the buildups to this match will be Stunner versus Stunner. Um, oh, yeah. And Kevin Owens probably saying that, like, he's perfected, you know, the, stu- you know, the stunner better than Steve and stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't certain. Wait to, I cannot wait for Stone Cold to kick out of Kevin's, like, uh, stunner at one. I, I want to see that happen. And just the look oh. on Kevin's face, just like, no, no. I, oh, I want to see it happen. Like, I'm. I'm excited about this. Austin, a hundred percent, is kicking out of that stunner. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, there is gonna be a stunner because that Stone Cold kicks out of. If the hype up is Kevin Owens hates Texas and Austin is fighting for the pride of Texas in Texas, Austin's winning. Like, you're not going to have Kevin Owens beat beat Texas in Texas. You know. No, I would actually, I would love to see Kevin Owens beat, uh, like, just think about the nuclear Texas heat that he will get for the rest of his life. Oh, no, I com. listen, listen, if I'm booking it, I agree. I would have Kevin Owens win, because if you, if you, if you're putting him in Austin, you're actually with Austin, you're thinking you can make him a really big heel. Mm-hmm. How huge of a heel would he be if he beats Austin? And then for the rest of this year, we all constantly have to hear, I'm the man that retired Steve Austin. Because that's yeah. the thing, like, Austin retired last time, it was him and The Rock, and no one knew it, so he was walking away. So if Kevin Owens beats Stone Cold, and then gets to sit there and tell everyone, I'm the reason you cannot see your hero ever again. Like yeah. that's that's nuclear. That's nuclear heat. Mm-hmm. I but ooh, I would love for him to do nuclear, it, Ron. but I don't. I don't think they would. Oh, I agree. But Ron, speaking of nuclear, yeah. In any other week, Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out of retirement would be the top story in wrestling. It would be. And if you ask, if you had told me last week, hey, Austin's going to most likely come out of retirement, but we're going to be talking about something else i would look at you like you're the craziest person in the world and goes what what would top that what would top that yeah what would top that what would, well what Ron, would what would top us pushing like not exactly pushing to the side but lightly grazing the topics of keith lee coming to aew the topic of brock lesnar being human what would top Stone Cold coming back to take on Kevin Owens at WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. What could top that news? Well, Ron, as of 9 a.m. this morning, from the computer desk of AEW came a note from Tony Khan informing us all that Cody Rhodes and Brandy have come to terms with with a departure from AEW. That is probably the most shocking thing I've heard ever. I agree. Now, um, about late December, early January, we yeah, it was early January. We heard the rumor and rumble of and obviously they're all true now we know them uh that cody rhodes was working contract to contract like basically if they would pay him per appearance 
um, a handshake deal, brother. Um, and so that Cody Rhodes was not under contract. So we knew that that was happening from, from people, um, from industry people, I guess you'd say basically websites and stuff that I trust that they don't just talk out the side of their neck. They're, they're, they're not just full of BS. Uh, from what I hear is this last weekend, uh, the, uh, AEW was in negotiations with Cody. Uh, it fell flat. Um, one of the unofficial quotes or one of the unofficial statements is quote unquote, Cody Rhodes wanted CM Punk money. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not know if AEW refused to pay as much as Cody wanted, or if it's like budgetary reasons, they could not pay that much. I, I, I honestly do not know, you know, what happened, but I do know that it fell flat. Um, and from things that I am hearing, uh, WWE officials knew of the negotiations before the statement happened. Mm-hmm. WWE knew Sunday night that the negotiations fell flat and that AEW was waiting for Cody Rhodes to make a statement and they would do the same. Mm-hmm. So this thing was basically a done deal Sunday night, Super Bowl uh, night. Um, and so WWE knew, knew that he was about to be a free agent. Um, and the rumor is, is WWE right now has a contract with a brink truck of money for Cody Rhodes that everyone that I know and trust, um, is saying it is more likely than not that he will take that contract to WWE and that WWE wants him sooner rather than later and that he probably will be on WWE TV pretty soon. Um, and working a program going into WrestleMania. Here's the biggest thing that has kind of shocked me. Yeah. Uh, because we got this today. Yes. Like we got the we got everything today. Uh, we had Tony Khan come out. We had Cody come out. We have Brandy come out. We have all of AEW showing their. We had Dustin Rhodes saying, you know, all the best to him, but I'm staying with AEW. Uh. A lot of people recognizing Cody's impact on the wrestling business because none of this would happen without Cody. Cody was the one that threw the shot. He's the one that said, Dave Meltzer, bet. They did all in. And it it just grew up from there. Tony Khan was there. Everyone Everyone was so hyped. And we got the birth of a new company. With that being said, there has been several reports saying that the negotiations fell through. It was a six-week struggle to get Cody Rhodes to sign a new contract. Mm -hmm. There there was rumblings that he wanted CM Punk money. Um, Yeah. And it it just didn't happen. And one of the biggest things is that there might have been uh, a lot of discrepancies between Cody Rhodes and the president of AEW, one Mr. Tony Khan. Uh, It does sound that way. I've also heard rumors that that GQ interview Tony Khan did Mm -hmm. um, rubbed Cody especially, but other people the wrong way. Because he kind of in that interview made it seem like, oh, I do this in AEW and I do this, I do this. And like 
he may have made it seem like he's wearing more hats than he is. Mm-hmm. And so it's the there's a rumor out there that it rubbed some people in back office of AEW the wrong way because it's like, yes, this is your company. Yes, you are very heavily involved with creative. However, you know, I do this and I do this and you don't really have a hand in this, you know. And so there's rumors that Tony Khan, because this is his company, may be allowing the outside public to think he does more than he does. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, that's probably the wrong way to put it. The, 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 the better way to put it is he maybe has given less credit to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, I don't think that that one thing is the reason Cody left, right? No, um, no, no. It's really sad. The more it goes to it, it really sounds like this was more just a money situation. Cody wanted a lot more money. I, I wouldn't even be surprised. Listen, I'm just speculating here. I really wouldn't be surprised if the second that it hit, oh, he's doing like by appearance. WWE called him and it's like, we will pay you this much money. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if basically Cody used that to try to get more money in AEW. And AEW, being a new company that just went through COVID, was probably like, we can't do that. And they mm-hmm. were trying to negotiate to get close to the number, but like with the knowledge that's like, hey, we, we literally can't spend this much money just on you, you know? Right. And I, I think this is just me speculating. I think at the end of the day, Cody had to decide like, hey, I have one company offering me guaranteed this much money. I have another company telling me they cannot pay me that much money. Do I want to stay here to, with my passion project and try to, do, you know, run this company where I'm kind of running into situations creatively with this, that, or the other? Or do I want to go to this other company that I know I'm going to uh, run into creative issues, but they're going to pay me way more? Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, he thought the payday, well, nothing's set in stone yet, but it seems that at the end of the day, he thought the payday was more important or be- better for his family at the moment than um, the passion project. Right. And so he, it, it seems like he is picking the money for now. Yeah. I think um, what's also insane is that he's not only just on AEW programming, but he is on uh, Warner media programming with two shows yes. on, on their network. Uh, the Go Big Show and Roads to the Top, which I think they just finished filming uh, season two of Roads to the Top. So I've heard mixed things. I've heard that they did, like you just said, that they did finish filming season two. I've also heard people saying um, that they may have filmed it, but TNT or is, is it on TNT or TBS, whichever one it's on. Um was not a hundred percent yet on whether or not they were going to pick up the season two. Mm-hmm. Um, so this may push it, you know, another way where they're like, yeah, yeah, we're not. Um, but yeah, no, you're right because d- does he stay on the Go Big Show if there's a season three? Um, well, heck, they're still in the middle of season two, so is he going to be on another network? You know, I'm. I mean. I don't, I don't necessarily see them TBS looking at that as a horrible thing because they have John Cena doing the Wipeout show, and I mean he could show up on Raw next week. So like, right. 
I'm not sure if that's going to the go the roads to the top show. If there's another season, that's going to be the thing that's iffy. Um, yeah. But the uh, go uh, big show, yeah, the go big show. I don't think that really will have an effect. Right. Um, I don't see that having a major effect. Uh, I got a few questions for you, Ron, yeah, while we're discussing this. Um, the first one: Will Cody ever come back to AEW? Never say never. I think he will. Yeah. I think he will go to WWE, make the money. Um, if it goes super smoothly, yeah, he may stay in WWE. But mm-hmm. I can see he goes, he makes the money, he does some stuff. When contracts come back up, now maybe he's made the money and he goes, you know what? I'm going to go back to the place I built. Um, and I'm going to come back as this conquering hero that you know has come back home. Change the um, WWE. Well, I guess they could book it as like I changed the WWE machine and turned yeah. it into something much better. I, I've I've done what CM Punk couldn't do. He could come back as the heel that we've always wanted. Yeah. Um. That that. Well, I'm glad you said that, Ron, because that's my next question. Does he show up in WWE as a face or heel? Now that is. Uh... That is the big thing, is yeah, what kind is. of role would he take? I uh, see. Cause a lot, here's the, a here's lot the, of people will love him coming back, but at the same time, a lot of people feel betrayed because he was the found one of the founding fathers of AEW, and yeah. that will sting quite a bit of people. So. so- I the rumor right now, it is just strictly a rumor, mm-hmm. is that he's going to be Seth Rollins' opponent at Mania. Mm-hmm. So that almost makes me think heel because they've kind of done a face turn with Rollins. Right. Um, but Rollins is like in the middle of that face turn, so you could really quickly just pull that back and make him a heel if you wanted to. Because I feel like Cody wanted to be a John Cena. I felt like he wanted to be the guy that does all the charity stuff and all that. And so he may still want to do that in WWE, right? Mm-hmm. He laid the foundation for Amanda Huber to, to uh, flourish. But if we want promos, right? If we want the promos that are, you know, the buzzworthy promos and stuff, man. Cody nothing- needs to do it. No, what I'm saying is nothing. Okay, I'll set the stage for you, Ron. You know how we like to book. Yes, yes. Come on, let's do it. Seth, Seth Rollins comes out on Monday Night Raw this week, right? Mm-hmm. He just had a good show in the Elimination Chamber, but didn't win. We all know Brock's going to win. Um, and Seth Rollins is cutting this promo about how, um, how you know he finds himself outside of the title picture, and he's trying to figure out what he can do at WrestleMania because you can't have WrestleMania without Seth Rollins. He's the architect. He, you know, this is Monday Night Rollins. It's his show. He built this show. He, you know, he's built up this company. Hell, he put this company on his back, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then as he's cutting all this, you know, he's put this company on his back. You know, you, uh, you don't watch this show without him. Uh, so who out there would uh, uh, I face? Who out there would be worthy for the architect? Wrestling has more than one royal family. And oh, that he goes back to with Kingdom 
to. He has to. He has to. Here's the thing. He doesn't have to. Say, he does not have to stay with Kingdom. That first time he comes out, it has to be Kingdom. It has yeah. to be Kingdom. He comes back with Kingdom. He comes down, and then he cuts this promo about how like he left and uh you know and uh sparked this trail you know going anywhere everywhere he started a revolution he built up a uh, buzz in wrestling hell he made wrestling cool again mm-hmm. what did you do seth you took off a vest put on a ridiculous suit and now you claim that you built a show what a show failing ratings a show that that barely gets mentioned on twitter a show that Let's be let's be honest here, Seth. Everyone skips your segment and just go in, like allow Cody to go in on Raw is not what it used to be. Yeah. And just basically be like, you know, so that trail that I blazed, I set fire to every place I went to. And hey, Seth, you have a nice little catchphrase. Seth, I'm actually here to burn it down. And just have Cody coming back, not as a FWWE, but like, I'm back because this place needs a fire lit under it. And I am stoking the kindling. Mm-hmm. Like, just have that. And that, that there you go. Because he's proven. He's proven. Because yes. uh, Seth Rollins will say, oh, well, I built this. Uh, this company is on my back. And Cody would just be like, what did you build? I yes. mean, if you want to look at everything, you saw everything that we did in Florida? Or, 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 no, no, they'll be like, oh, what'd you build, Seth? My dad helped build a WCW to what it was. My dad helped build Impact Wrestling to what it was. I came through here and actually uplifted stuff. I left here and made indie wrestling relevant, you know? It's like, what are you the architect of, Seth? Like that's that that's your promo It's basically and and that's also how you get Seth because here's the thing Seth's in this weird position right now where he's mm-hmm. still wearing these ugly suits and still uh, like doing uh, the great suits well Come great on. suits okay great but you suits. want to say he okay let me put this obnoxious suits he's doing these obnoxious suits doing this evil villain laugh but yet now he's supposed to be a good guy right yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think this is the time. And through Cody basically questioning, like, what are you? Through this, uh, this rivalry going into Mania, you give Seth his new identity. Because this identity that he has right now, it's the identity of a heel. So if we're going to make Seth a face, it's kind of going to be weird for this Seth Rollins to be the good guy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I would use this to bring in Cody as... And Cody isn't, doesn't even necessarily have to be a heel. That promo I just cut isn't a heel promo. No. It's just a promo of, I'm awesome. What have you done? You know? Um, and so, like, after their feud, if you want Cody to be a face, he's a face. If you want Cody to be a heel, he's a heel. But coming in, Cody is the uh, outsider returning that look at all I have accomplished while I wasn't here. And Seth is the guy that's like, but I'm the standard. And Cody's like, yeah, but you, the standard barrel of what? And mm-hmm. I just, that, that's, that's what I want. That's. You think he they, should name drop a couple people? Be like, who, oh, Cody? by the, ooh, by the way, yada, 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 say hi. Um, yeah, like, no, like, in, in their promos, he can even be like, when Seth Rollins says something, he can be loud. 
You're mm-hmm. you're the third best member of the shield, and one of them's not even here. Yeah, well, you know, like way, you're, the, you're, the, you're the third best uh, member of the shield, and Mox is in here. Yeah. Um, like yeah, yeah, he could name drop Mox. Uh, you know, he, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, they've already been name dropping Mox, so go ahead and do it. Name drop Mox. Um, you could even name drop Brian. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you could do that. You can name drop Punk. Punk. Uh. He didn't train uh, him per se, but when He's Tyler like, Black yeah. went to Ring of Honor, Trunk up uh, Trunk Punk was uh, one of the guys at that um, time, like doing like little training sessions in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So you, you could even like mention that CM Punk even said he wasn't that good or something. You know, I mean, like you, there, there's a lot you can do there. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, like, oh man. There's, I, there's so many I things need, that you could do with. Uh, I need with Cody. him to come out to. There's more than one royal family of wrestling. Um, I I still want there to be smoke and mirrors at one point, but I think for that first initial pop to hear that would be. And, and the thing is that that's not a Mikey Ruckus thing. That's downstate. They the crowd. My, me hey, listen, and I'm not uh, being some smart mark here and be like mm, the crowd. No, I mean me too. Would go bananas. They would lose it. Mm-hmm. If you hear wrestling has more than like, if you just hear wrestling has, you you are losing it. You, you're you already on your feet. It. Like you're, you are out of your shoes at this because point. Here's the, here's you were in the air. You were flying in the air. You jumped up so high. That, here's the thing. <laughs> you even, you even are in the if, stratosphere. Even if you are a WWE stan and mm-hmm. you don't care about AEW, if you hear wrestling has, you know, I am about to witness history. I'm about to witness a man that left, started a rivalry company, was a VP of that company, and left. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is one of those, oh, that is Eric Bischoff showing up on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. It is something that you're like, yeah, once he's, like, when he was in the indies, yeah, he may have came back. Once he started his own company, I didn't see him coming back, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 crazy is what it is it's crazy um it's it's really surreal so it's so surreal i had this thought and i'm going to run this by you ron and you tell me what you think about this okay go for it i feel these last 48 hours in wrestling with the last two big uh shows or two big announcements shall i say Mm -hmm. stone cold and cody Rhodes. yeah yes Okay. Makes both company, in a way, look unstable and weak. And this is what I mean by that. The Stone Cold announcement, which he has kept saying no and no to coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Tells me that WWE threw a lot of money at him. Yeah. Which tells me WWE is not confident in their current roster that it will sell WrestleMania. They are not confident that they have the storylines to sell WrestleMania. They are not confident that they have the star power to sell WrestleMania. Right. Which is worrisome if you're as big of a company as they are, and you're still having to bring back stars from the 90s, you are not making new stars. Right. And that is is business-wise, the future of the company-wise, that is worrisome. Now... On the other hand, AEW, you just lost a VP. 
that makes your company look unstable. Whether AEW is or isn't unstable, I'm not debating that. I'm saying it makes your company look unstable. It makes people starting to question, is Tony uh, on a power trip? It's starting to question like, oh, did the Young Bucks and Kenny get into it with Cody? Um, did this person push this person out? If Cody would leave, would somebody else leave? I already saw somebody ask, when's Kenny Omega contract up? Like as if he's not actually injured and he's trying to uh, jump ship. It's yeah. like, that man is injured, guys. He is... Yeah, tap the brakes. Oh, by the way, it's not until next year. Um, yeah. But, um, so, for you, Ron, mm-hmm. do you feel that these two announcements make either company look unstable or look uncertain? Um, I would say yes for the WWE. Okay. And I would say no to AEW. Really? So yeah. you don't think that Cody leaving makes that company look unstable no not really okay and i think i think it's just because um when you see the talent that they have you see how much they have improved since year one that company is in great hands like i think we had a discussion about this before that when the wrestlers were doing their own storylines when they were crafting everything it was good but that could have tanked the company big time yeah, agreed. Then Tony Khan had to step in because he it, he's basically Mr. Monopoly. He has the money. He has the say. AEW, given, wouldn't have happened without uh, Cody and the Young Bucks, but it really wouldn't have happened without Tony Khan. Yeah. No, <laughs> I... Listen, I... I think Tony Khan is doesn't get the credit he deserves creatively in that company. However, I do think there is something to be said, like I said, about that GQ interview, where it seemed that he was taking all the credit for stuff that you know other people helped him with. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he should do more. You know, maybe I'm reading too much into that, you know? I'm, at the end of the day, I'm just a dude with a mic in my hand, uh, spitting out my thoughts that literally this just happened today. So I had my time at work to uh, come up with these thoughts mm-hmm. um, and my, my little bit of research I had on my breaks to research what's going on with this story. So maybe this is me reading too much into it off the bat. I just, I do worry with AEW. Um, especially, oh, what, I don't necessarily worry so much about the company. I think they are giving us quality, quality television. Mm-hmm. But I think after seeing how much money if if it, if it is true that it is about the money with Cody, are they going to? Th- there's been rumors that they like MJF and they like Wardlow. They're going to yeah. overpay for them. You know, I do worry about some of these homegrown AEW stars. Basically, WWE just throwing money at them to get them away, and then you look up in five well, six years, and AEW is just ex WWE guys. And some young talent, you know, like mm-hmm. that would be my fear. That's not what I think is going to happen, but that would be a, a fear. It's a, it's a legitimate what, fear because yes. honestly, what uh, WWE just had record numbers yet again in their profits. They yes. have the money. Yes, you know? they do. So and, that is and easily it, a tactic, but yeah, like 
how much is WWE willing to spend and how much is Tony Khan willing to keep him? Yeah. It, it's going to it's going to be a bidding war. And I think the first real bidding war is not going to be with Cody. Cody is the landmark. Cody is the blueprint to it. But when we start seeing people like MJF, Darby Allen, uh any any one of the four pillars, maybe even Britt Baker herself. Yeah. That's when things will start heating up. When the AEW homegrown talent think, oh, how much money would I make over at the Fed? How much money would I make at Stanford? That that's gonna be the thing that's really telling. Yeah, how much just... is New York paying? Hmm? I said, how much is New York paying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If they're backing up a Brinks truck for Cody, I mean, Cody is, like, he's old now. He could train people. He could he could be a producer at this point. But what about MGF, who's, what, just turned 25? What about Jungle yeah. Boy? What about anyone that wrestles on Dark? What about Fuego? <laughs> what about yeah, Fuego? See, that is one thing I was just about to say. And mm-hmm. Ron, um, you have inside scoop of this, so I'm going to have to ask you what your sources are saying. Cody Rhodes has left AEW, correct? Yes, yes, correct. So, um, how about Fuego's tag team partner in Too Fast, Too Fuego? Uh, is he still I think right now there may be a little bit of a contract dispute because um, I think Fuego 2 uh, <laughs> is making a lot less than Fuego 1. And oh, Fuego, really? Fuego 2 is looking for a big payday. Oh. So or, at least, or at least a contract. At least a contract. If we see, don't I- see Fuego 2 get a contract, I think he would walk. See, that's so crazy that Cody may be – Cody and – See, that's what no one's talking about. Cody's walking. Fuego 2 may walk as well if he doesn't get this contract. That is, that is going to be the scoop of the year. If Fuego 2 this, walks. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because, that, that, because here's the thing. That's the first AEW homegrown talent that's walked. So, yes. like, if Cody walks, I mean, listen, it's surprising. But if Fuego 2 doesn't get a contract and he leaves, you just broke up one of the hot, hottest tag teams you had going. Or at least yeah. up and coming. I shouldn't say hottest. Uh, uh, Jungle Express would probably be your hottest. But man, that can you think of the impact of that company if Fuego Two leaves? Oh, yeah. We, we Vince will just buy him out. There, there's there's nothing left of uh, AEW if Fuego Two decides to uh, go on to greener pastures. Okay, real talk. <laughs> real talk. Uh, what if? What if the same scenario I just had happens with Seth Rollins, but the lights go out and you hear some like mariachi music and Cody goes out as Fuego too, <laughs> and everyone, everyone, they they like, both of them. <laughs> and everyone looks so confused. And at WrestleMania, it's it's Seth Rollins versus Fuego too, and the whole buildup is Seth Rollins just trying to cut a promo on Cody, and he's like, "I'm not Cody, I'm Fuego too." Oh he, god, he that would like be insane. Hor- he has a horrible Spanish accent. He brings back the dashing Cody Rhodes mustache under the mask. Oh um, yes. 
Oh, yes. I want him uh. so bad. I want him to jump ship as Fuego 2. And they just, like, they openly refer to AEW as former AEW star Fuego 2. This is insane. This and and it's like and Cody's like okay okay can I be Stardust and they're like no you said you didn't want to be Stardust you didn't say anything in the contract about Fuego two put on a mask you <laughs> put on a mask pal you're going back out there <laughs> Seth Rollins and a luchador that's good shit <laughs> oh man I I if. If his health was any better, I would love to see Cody and Trips. Right? Oh, that, that is the thing I really want to see is Cody and Trips. That is the one thing about all of this that I'm so saddened about is uh, like Cody. Listen, and I, I understand right now the Internet is about to be very toxic because every WWE stand that trashed Cody for the last two, three years is about to say how great he is. And every hardcore AEW person is going to act butthurt because somebody dared to leave AEW. But mm -hmm. Cody just made a business decision for his family. That being said, what you just said is the dream. Is Man, with the Thronebreaker stuff he did and all of that, is if he could come back and Triple H was capable of having another match, Dude, that's your storyline. It's Cody's basically coming back to be like, you didn't see it in me. So I had to go and like do all of this everywhere just to show you that you were wrong. And now I'm coming for your head. And like, mm -hmm. that's the storyline. The only thing is, I don't, I don't know how you let Triple H lose that match as WWE because it's literally a guy from another company coming here to challenge a guy from WWE. So yeah. Triple H would have to win that. But that's the match, man. That's, that's, yeah, that one would be so, so satisfying for us as fans because, in all honesty, that match would basically be like, oh, hey, Cody's entire AEW run was a build up to this match. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so any final thoughts on anything that we have talked about? Uh, Keith Lee, Brock Lesnar, uh, Stone Cold. Um, I'll I'll say this. Cody. It's February fifteenth, and just in this twenty twenty two calendar year, we have seen Danhausen show up in AEW. By the way, the real reason Cody's going to the WWE is because Danhausen cursed, cursed Cody oh, back yeah. to being Stardust. 100%. That's what happened. He cur cursed him back to Stardust. Um. That that's sorry, sorry everybody. You want to speculate? That, it's that money. Was, that was not nope. very nice. That was, was not yeah. very nice at Downhausen, but yeah, that Dan was Housen, very evil. Yeah, that was very evil. He he cursed him back to Stardust, and it's it. it well, Cody's gonna have to deal with it. Hey, mm -hmm. Cody's whole WWE run will be to get back to AEW and face Danhausen. Um, <laughs> um, but no. Uh, seriously, but this calendar year we got Danhausen showing up in AEW. We got Keith Lee back in a wrestling ring uh, in AEW. Mm -hmm. We have Stone Cold potentially coming out of retirement. We have Cody Rhodes leaving AEW, and it's sounding like probably a 70% or more chance that he is going to sign with WWE and be at WrestleMania. We got Ronda Rousey back in wrestling. Um, listen, I didn't say all of those. Uh, no matter how you feel, that's a crazy 
if all if, if, if the Cody and Stone Cold thing come to pass, that's in a crazy amount of stuff to happen with both companies in just not even fully two months into the year. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what is this year going to be like? Yeah, it's going to be intense. It's going to be crazy, but I'm here I for the ride. Wait. Yeah, I'm here for the ride. Cody said we're going on a ride, so we should have probably buckled up because we're already flung from the seat. And listen, and here's the thing, everybody. Everyone that is mad, I will leave you all, all with this. Everyone that is mad about Cody going to WWE, I get it. You you invested so much in AEW. He said there'd be a revolution, and you feel betrayed. But keep hope, because Cody is now potentially going to WWE, and Baby Rhodes is on the way. And we all know Baby Rhodes is the savior. So if Cody needs to go to WWE to allow Baby Rhodes to save wrestling as we know it, then damn it, that's what has to happen. Baby Rhodes, once again, conquers the world. Baby Rhodes will save Baby the wrestling Rhodes. industry. Baby, Baby Rhodes. Rhodes. Baby, Baby Rhodes. Baby Rhodes. Baby Rhodes. Baby Rhodes. <laughs> okay, that's the show, everyone. Uh, thank you for uh, listening to the Quick Pop Podcast once again. Uh, feel free to subscribe to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us that five-star rating. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, share it with your family and friends. We are more than happy to uh, listen to your feedback. What do you think of the show? Uh, what are things we could do better? What are things that you would like to see from us in the future? Uh, feel free to check our check out our back catalog. Uh, we had Kay Toomer on um, a couple weeks ago. That was a a fun fun time. Uh, we had um, Fight Geist on here uh, and a whole yeah. bunch of like neat little fantasy booking things that Jake and I really really absolutely love to do in fact like this one was kind of about to be a fantasy booking thing but then one thing after another after another after another just kind of decided to start happening the wrestling world exploded it did it did i was flipping out at work i was like oh stone cold's back wait no cody (laughs) yeah it's wild yeah it was it was it was crazy but yeah uh as ron said man hit us all up on twitter uh, ask us questions, interact with us. We love to talk to you guys. Lo- love to do whatever. Uh, hopefully, we will be doing uh, bigger things. We will say. Oh, I got uh, the pick months for this I have, year. I have to do the pick them for uh, elimination chamber. Yeah, we do. Are, I, is, I can are get you that the, made up. Yeah, I was about to say, are you the current champion? But I just realized it's not me, so it has to be you. Because uh, Ace hasn't won in like two years. Oh my gosh! Well, speaking of Ace, uh, Ace, I'm sorry you still lost at sea. Uh, we hope you find your way ashore uh, sometime soon. Cause um, yeah, uh, we we miss you, buddy. We miss you, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah. Please don't uh, Gilligan at Island this podcast and just get stuck out there. Island boy, talk about island, island yeah. boy. <laughs> Ace lost the sea. He's got a disease. He has He's some fleas. He's an island boy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, follow uh, Ace at uh, Ace of Spades card. Follow uh, Jake at Jacob Derek Six. Don't follow me. You don't need to do it. Uh, but nope. what you do need to do is follow Quick Pop uh, Cast on uh twitter uh i believe on instagram as well and give us all the good uh, give give us your great praises give us your adulation give us your mirth give us everything and we will give you our all but 
For Jake, I am Ron. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. Goodbye and good night. Bang. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the hosts of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>